Hey y'all, this is your girl Amber Reaching Your Potential. In this episode, I'm going to continue on with that discussion that we had previously. As you guys may know, I am now an OTR in a skilled nursing facility, also known as a SNF. And it is a little bit, not even a little bit, it is way different than my job in home health. But in this episode, I'm going to kind of give you guys the similarities but mostly the differences between those two settings. And I hope this does help you when you are either kind of considering working in a SNF, working home help, or if you are working in either or setting, you may agree, you may disagree, but we're here to have this discussion. So let's get started. As you guys may probably know by now that I made the decision to leave my home health job and start becoming an OT and a SNF. One of the reasons was because of some personal reasons that I just didn't feel like home health was the best choice for me to start my OT career. It's definitely very challenging as a new grad. Yes, I did have a mentor that did help me a lot, but for the most part, I was 90 8% by myself, <laughs> I will be driving to house to house, treating patients. Sometimes I felt like an imposter and um, that imposter syndrome is so real. Like even though I know a lot of people do talk about it, that imposter syndrome is really real. And I really didn't feel confident in myself sometimes when I was treating patients. And um, I felt and wish I had more support Another thing that, um, I guess something that I really was struggling with was the lack of interaction I had with other clinicians. In all my field work experiences, I worked in either a skilled nursing facility, a school, an inpatient rehab facility. I was around other therapists all the time. So I was able to learn a lot. And that's how I grew in those field works. And I felt very confident as the weeks went on. In this field in home health, you don't get that. You may have a opportunity for somebody to come and see you during a treatment session, but it's not every day and you should not expect another therapist to come and watch you treat a patient because that's just not the norm. So it was a very challenging shift for me. And um, during those couple of months that I've had that job, I ran into a few bumps and bruises here and there. Not like physical bumps and bruises, but like just um, just a lot of different issues um, in regards to maybe how I worked with a patient or my clinical judgment and how my boss wasn't really sure about my clinical judgment, but my mentor definitely saw that I was staying within the field of, or the scope of OT. It was just a lot going on. I'm not gonna really go into details as to what happened, but either way, I just felt that this wasn't it. You know, maybe home health later down the line, maybe when I'm like five to eight years into my career, but 
as of right now, I don't see the benefit for me. So I made a decision to leave that job and go into a skilled nursing facility, which I felt has so many other benefits. Of course, every setting is not perfect, but I definitely feel that it is a step up from where I started. In a skilled nursing facility, you are in one location, which is great. You are in that building and you are treating patients in that building. And you're not going anywhere from like house to house to house. Like you don't have to worry about that, which is great. Another thing with home health that I did have um, a challenge with was bringing my work home with me. We had a laptop that we would do point of service in the home. But for the most part, if I had to finish documentation, I will be doing the documentation at home because I had the laptop. At my new job, I don't have to do that. I literally will stay late if I have to to finish my documentation and not have to worry about bringing my work home. So that is definitely a huge, huge plus for me. I really want to separate work from my personal life. And I felt with home health, I wasn't able to really do that, especially as a new grad. You know, point of service is really important, but I also want to enjoy my time with my patients. And I didn't want to be staring at a screen the whole time. But um, that's why, for the most part, I would have to finish, major- not majority of my, my documentation, but I would be finishing my documentation at home. And if I had an eval, that was even longer. So forget about it. So that was definitely a plus in terms of documentation, point of service, things of that nature. I'm able to do my work at the building and then leave and not worry about it until the next day versus home health. I will be bringing the work home with me. One thing I do enjoy being in a skilled nursing facility is the interaction with not just therapists and patients, but with other healthcare professionals. In a skilled nursing facility, you will be working with not only the charge nurse and the registered nurses, but also the CNAs, also known as the certified nursing assistants. Those are the ones that are going to make sure that your patients are ready for therapy, whether it's getting them dressed, whether it's transferring them, or they can help out with the transfers or getting them ready in the morning. Fortunately, as an OT, we can add that into our session and actually go to whatever unit that patient's in that they're living in and start the whole process of getting ready to get dressed, getting ready for the day. And um, a lot of CNAs are very, very thankful that we come in and dress the patient because they have the whole floor that they have to get ready. Um, But this is also the opportunity to teach the patient on these ADLs that are very important, such as getting dressed in the morning, bathing, um, hygiene and grooming, things of that nature. Majority of the patients that I've had so far, especially my new patients, I'm always setting a goal for hygiene and grooming and for upper body dressing and even lower body dressing, depending on the functional status of my patient. But for the most part, there's always a dressing goal. There's always a hygiene and grooming goal because I do go into the nursing facility pretty early where majority of my patients are not dressed yet. So I do want to help out as much as possible to see what they can do and what how much assistance they need 
um, at that moment and how I can upgrade them or help them um, get stronger in order to do the task with the least amount of assistance. So that's kind of the beauty of skilled nursing facilities that I get to see them right early in the morning and help them get dressed. Home health, a lot of my patients, they really want to be seen in the afternoon. They're already dressed. They're not going to take off their clothes and get dressed again. That's just something they're not going to do. I may have a patient that I see in the morning, but for the most part, they're already dressed. They are already ready to start their day. So we're not really focusing on dressing. We're kind of just focusing on strengthening and some other activities that can work towards those meaningful goals. Even if I try to introduce dressing, a lot of them are just like, eh, no, not right now. Like, I already dress. You know, kind of make excuses. And I kind of have to see how they're doing with dressing. So we will have to do something. But um, I just felt that it was a more fluid um, transition in terms of focusing on ADLs in a skilled nursing facility versus a home health setting. Of course, this is coming from a new grad. Because, you know, I'm still learning. But right now, I honestly do feel that the skilled nursing facility gives me the best opportunity to work on ADLs versus the home health setting. Which seems kind of weird because home health, you're actually in the home, is the most natural environment. So what I have learned so far in only a month of being in the skilled nursing facility is that you want to be on the nurse's good side, right? Like you always want to be nice to them and always do right by the patient. We're providing customer service, of course. So you got to treat the patients right and you got to treat the nurses in each unit right. So whenever I go to the floors, I always say, good morning. How's everybody doing? Say hi to any patients that I know, whether I have treated them or not. And um, I just try to do my job so I don't have to be <laughs> told that I'm not doing my job. I don't know. Like the other OTR that I work with, she always was like, I'm here to do my job because I don't want anybody to tell me that I'm not doing it correctly. And that's kind of what I have been doing. I really try my best to do my job the best way I can, especially as a new grad and as a new OTR in this setting. A lot of nurses are now kind of getting used to my face. So um, a lot of them are nice to me because I'm nice to them. I mean, if you're not nice, if you're rude, then they're going to treat you differently and they're going to, you know, say something. Um, There are times where nurses may see that you're doing something and they may tell administration on you like it's kind of crazy but you know at the end of the day I just stay on the good side and I do my job and that's it (laughs) so um another thing that I have seen the differences is kind of the documentation software so the one that I do use for The nursing facility is a little familiar to me because I've seen it before in one of my field works. So it's not like, oh, this is brand new um, information like my home health. Home health, the company had their own documentation software. So I had to learn that from the jump, from literally from the ground up. 
And a skilled nursing facility is Rehab Optima, which is a pretty popular documentation software to be used for patients who are the Medicaid, Medicare, things of that nature. So we use that and I'm very, very familiar with it. I feel like I don't even struggle with it anymore, which is great, especially since I have used it for my level two adult field work when I was working in a skilled nursing facility. So it's definitely helpful because of that background, even though I didn't have that field work, like I, I had that field work in like 2018, but I still remember it. So that's pretty cool. Being in the skilled nursing facility, I have learned that every skilled nursing facility works differently. Um, for example, in this facility, the OTRs are in charge of wheelchair management, which I did not know. Um, in home health, it kind of was leaning towards both OT and PTs, I guess, but we didn't really do anything about getting a patient a wheelchair. The only thing we did, like if they needed a wheelchair, we can order it through that company and it will come to the patient's house, which was pretty easy. Um, in this case with the skilled nursing facility, it can get kind of annoying at times because if you get a new eval, a new admission, you got to get them a wheelchair, you got to get them leg rest, you got to get them a correct cushion, things of that nature. So. If I feel like I can't find certain materials, I have to like literally go throughout the nursing facility to look for leg rest and it's annoying. So, um, you know, me and the other OTR, we complained to the rehab director about it and we told him like, yo, we need to get more leg rest. We need to get more cushions and things of that nature because we can't run out of this stuff. You know, patients need these things. If they need rojo cushions, we need more rojo cushions. So a couple weekends ago, we actually got a whole order of cushions and it was really cool to kind of see all this come into fruition. Like if we ask for things like you got to order it because we need it to do our job so we don't get bum rushed by nurses. You know what I mean? So, so far, the dynamic that I have with the rehab director, who's basically my boss, has been really good. Um, me and him, we... We don't really talk, but um, he doesn't talk to me, which shows that I'm doing my job. If I was doing something wrong, he'll probably let me know, um, which is really good. But um, the OTR has been speaking to the rehab director and telling him that I'm doing a good job and doing a great job, um, that I'm a fast learner, which I, I definitely am. I pick up things quickly. If I'm doing something that it could be better, she will let me know, and I fix it right away. Um, but overall, the environment is very helpful. Documentation has been doing, I've been doing well with that. Evaluations, I'm still getting the hang of it, but I'm doing pretty well as well. Um, you know, doing the chart reviews, doing all that stuff. Um, I feel that evaluations, I'm doing way better in a skilled nursing facility versus home health um, because I get to do everything at the facility versus, um, in home health, when you enter that home, you got to get all that information f right there during that visit. And if you don't get it in that visit, you can call, but for the most part, you're most likely not going to call. So you try to get as much information as possible during that first visit, during that evaluation. So 
it, it can get kind of rough at times because I feel like time is at the essence. And if I scheduled another patient for OT, like right after them, I feel like it's crunch time. Whereas in a skilled nursing facility, I can always be flexible. I try to do my evaluations in the morning. So I get that out the way. I got all the information either through the chart or through the patient when I visited them and gave them their wheelchair and their leg rest and their cushion versus me traveling to a patient's home. And I just felt like it was a lot. But as I said, this is just my experience and how I'm comparing home health with skilled nursing facilities. One thing that I do low-key miss about home health is I think the more flexibility in terms of my schedule, um, treating patients. Even with this company at the home health thing, they were saying that part-time was only 25 patients, which is crazy in my opinion. Full-time is 30, which I'm like, what? That's like six patients a day. But, of course, you're not equaling, you're not adding up the time you're driving to each patient. So it can add up to a full day, you know. If you just think about it, six patients a day, that will equate to about six hours. And that's including driving time. But, of course, because of the flexibility, you don't have to see six patients each day. You can maybe see eight patients one day and then maybe four the next day, as long as you equate to 30 visits for the week. Um, In skilled nursing facilities, you definitely do have more patients to see, but the beauty is that you're only in that one setting. You're in that one building for the whole day, and you can see patients whenever they're available. So that's the beauty of skilled nursing facilities and then another thing that my um i call her my mentor because she is low-key my mentor um the other otr has told me you know when a patient has let's say 65 minutes of treatment you can break it up you can do 30 pa- you can do 30 minutes in the morning and then maybe 25 later in the afternoon you know based on the patient's tolerance and I didn't think of that at all. Like, I always thought, like, 65 minutes of treat, I got to do the whole 65 minutes of treat right then and there because I'm used to that in home health. But in skilled nursing facilities, you can switch it up as long as that patient gets their minutes. So I think that's also the beauty that you get a lot of flexibility in terms of treatment. And, of course, you can always do point of service, doing documentation in between, um when you're treating patients or not, but either or, you can make it work for you. Another thing that I think is really huge for me is that I like to eat, okay? I like my lunch time, and with home health, you really have to schedule that, but then also you're like, I just wanna get all these patients out the way so I can go home, right? Like, I don't want to take an hour break for lunch, and then I'm ending my day later so I'm always eating on the go at that time it was just a lot like there were times where sometimes I wouldn't even eat and I like to eat I like my lunch so in this skilled nursing facility you do get a lunch time that's literally embedded into your day so at least I know that your girl can eat that is so big for me like I guys I work out so I need my food 
And if I don't get my food, I'm going to be hangry. How am I going to be hangry as a therapist treating patients who are older adults? I don't got time. So that's another big thing is that skilled nursing facilities, you do have the opportunity to have lunch. Home health, you can if you want to make it work. But, of course, patients want to see you at 12 and 1. And that's lunchtime. But, you know, I'm a new grad. I'm still figuring this thing out. And I will make it work. But as of right now, home health isn't for me. And I hope this conversation has helped you kind of figure that out, too. If you're a new grad, if you were thinking about home health, I think it's a great experience because you get to see how much independence you really do need or it shows you that it shows that you have to be independent in that field. If you're not independent, if you constantly need somebody to be on you at all times, it's not for you. Um, I felt like I was successful for the amount of time that I was in there because of the mentor and also like it helped me grow. As a therapist, that I don't have to depend on somebody to kind of initiate things for me. Like, I had to initiate it myself. And, of course, in the beginning, I was kind of nervous of doing that. But as I got into the groove of things, I felt like I I had a good idea of what to do. In a skilled nursing facility, I'm just so happy about the environment that I'm in. I feel like it's very supportive. I also think that the types of interactions that I have with patients as well as therapists and other health professionals is very positive, but I feel like it makes a difference on um, how the patient's progress is going to be. A lot of the conversations that I had with patients, um, other therapists were via phone or email, which I felt like it wasn't um, enough. I feel like I need to meet the voice with the face or the email with the face. Um, unfortunately, with home health, you just don't get that. So um, I think home health is a great, great, great setting. Um, I honestly don't think it's great for new grads. But, you know, if you think differently, let me know. I would love to hear what your thoughts are on that. But so far, I am enjoying skilled nursing facilities. I really am. But uh, I'm going to end it here. I hope you guys learned a thing or two about my experience so, um, so far in the skilled nursing facility and my experience when I was in home health. I was only in home health for about six months, but it was a long six months, all right? Like the traveling part was probably one of the things that really hit the nail in the hammer for me. Um, I started this home health job in December, right in the brink of winter, and New York has some crazy winter storms and your girl traveled in it and got stuck sometimes like it was crazy so um yeah that was kind of one strike one on why I was like yeah this is it for me um but I was happy that that home health position did keep me in kind of like the similar areas of Queens so I wasn't traveling too far at all that was a plus but um I do like being able to park my car and walk into a building. I really do. It's a great feeling. 
<laughs> but if you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns about anything I mentioned in this episode, please hit me up. I would love to hear what you guys got to say. You guys have my Instagram and you guys have my email address. Definitely, definitely, definitely hit me up. All right. But um, yeah, I will talk to you guys later in the next episode. Peace out.